When the Bears hired Matt Nagy four years ago, he won the Coach of the Year. Thanks to a 12-4 finish during his rookie campaign on the sidelines. However, since that point, the team has posted two 500 finishes, and this year, they're slated to miss the playoffs and finish with a sub-500 record. So whether it's been Nagy's offense or his message, the Bears seem to be stalling out under his leadership and tutelage. Therefore, it appears that changing winds are coming in off Lake Michigan in Chicago. John Zagul is the host of Sports Talk Chicago on VP ODTV in the Windy City. A one-hour sports talk show relating to everything Chicago sports. And he joined me this week to assess the future of Maggie and the fate of the franchise in Chicago. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Absolutely. So, John, if you're ready, uh, welcome you to the program, and I'm excited to uh, get all, all the inside in, information when it comes uh, to the future of the Bears. Great to be with you this afternoon, and uh, thank you so very much for being here. Yeah, Kevin, thanks for having me. Really excited to talk some Bears football with you, and it's certainly been an eventful season, so it's going to be nice to recap what's happened and look forward to what's to come with this team. Absolutely. So. Uh, let's get the elephant out in the room question uh, done early here, John. So should I send the UPS or the U-Haul truck to Matt Nagy's office in Hallis Hall and when should uh, arrive there in Chicago? Yeah, um, you might as well start ordering that U-Haul truck and that uh, FedEx service because he's going to be gone at the end of the year. Uh, Ian Rapport came out yesterday and said the Bears are going to be actively looking for a coach once the season ends. So pretty much that spells the end of Matt Nagy's tenure. Um, it's a good move by the Bears. I think it's warranted. I think it probably should have happened after last year, but they gave him one more chance. They said, look, you know, let's see what you could do with a new quarterback, a uh, competent quarterback in Justin Fields who we drafted, a really a top pick. That didn't work out. Uh, you know, Justin Fields did not do well under Matt Nagy, and the team has posted their worst record they ever had under Matt Nagy's head coach. So I think the time is now to let him go, and hopefully the Bears can find a new coach who they can, uh, you know, help develop Justin Fields and have him cater to Justin Fields' strengths so he can turn out to be a good draft pick. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, when Matt Nagy came in uh, four years ago there in Chicago, he was sort of viewed as the offensive I don't want to say savior, but the offensive hope that uh, he, he would be able to turn 
the Bears around, obviously, in his rookie season, he went 12-4. and four. Uh, But uh, since then, he hasn't finished any better than 500, and obviously this year will be a, a sub-500 finish. So I, I'm wondering uh, your thoughts on his inability uh, to sort of jumpstart the offense because when he was hired, that, that's what he was hired to do. Yeah, um, you know, that first year, I think what happened is Nagy was the new guy around, uh, had a really good game plan. It was simple. It wasn't too hard. So Mitch Krabinski was able to conform to it. The Bears had a good defense. And I think everything just came together at the right time. That 2018 season, the Bears were dominant really on both ends of the football. The offense worked well. The defense was top in the league under Big Fangio, the defensive coordinator. I thought they could have been a Super Bowl team if it wasn't for Cody Parkey missing the kick. I think what happened is uh, Mitch Trubisky had some issues the next year with Mount Nagy. Nagy and Trubisky weren't on the same page. Everybody kind of figured out Nagy's offense, and since then he's had some problems in adjusting, and that's been his main problem. So I think the, the matter of him not being able to adjust after people found him out is what really hurt him down the stretch. And now we sit here today, and the Bears' offense is stagnant, can't even do anything. And, you know, it's unfortunate. But that's the truth kind of where Nagy didn't really – progress himself you know a lot of people blame Mitch Trubisky and that's fine but Nagy didn't also progress either and that you know it didn't make things better for the Bears and their offensive problems yeah absolutely now whoever takes over uh, for the Bears obviously they're uh, one of their top priorities is making sure that uh, Justin Fields is uh, going to be a competent quarterback so what do you think uh what do you think his um involvement with the team means for the next head coach? Well, I think Justin Fields is going to be a really good player. Uh, you know, I think he has the talent. He has the skill. Uh, you know, the problem is didn't have the coaching this year. Didn't have an offensive line. Didn't have a lot of weapons offensively, too. You know, didn't have a lot of wide receivers. Only really threw to Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. And Cole Komet really shouldn't even count as a weapon. So, really, he had only Darnell Mooney, and that's been his problem. So, if Justin Fields could be given some weapons, at least given an offensive line, if anything, and a decent enough head coach, a coach who's willing to conform to him and his strengths, I think we could be looking at a really good Justin Fields and improve Justin Fields come next year. But if the Bears kind of follow the Nagy track and, you know, they hire somebody who essentially is Matt Nagy, who isn't willing to conform to Justin Fields, who isn't willing to um, listen to Justin Fields and what he likes to do offensively, it's going to be really tough for the Bears moving forward to ever find a rhythm with Fields. And then, you know, people are going to turn and say he's a bust in a couple of years. So it's really important that the Bears get this right. And as for Fields, it's really important that they find a coach that caters to him. Uh, that way he can be at his best uh, for the Bears for years to come. And John, tell me, what are some of the names we should be uh, looking out for in Chicago to fill that naked spot there in the Windy City? Well, we've heard about Jim Harbaugh. That was a big report that came out today. Ryan Day. Uh, Fields' his former college coach also in the mix. Uh, heard a couple of guys, too. You know, Dable, uh, the offensive coordinator from the Bills, uh, should be getting some uh, looks as well. Um, you know, the, Byron Leftwich has been floated. Kellen Moore has been floated. There have been a lot of names out there. Nothing is certain yet, uh, but I'm sure, you know, as the season ends, as it goes on, probably we'll see more names and more of a formalized list of who the Bears are targeting. But all those names have been considered, so it's just a matter of finding the right guy and uh, interviewing him and see who ends up winning the interview. And John, tell me, who's on uh, uh, top of the fans' wish list there in Chicago? 
Yeah, you know, it's a good question. I'm not really sure right now. A lot of people like Jim Harbaugh, and, you know, I don't necessarily have a big problem with him. He helped develop Colin Kaepernick, helped develop the 49ers, and they did great, uh, you know, in his time over there, let him do a Super Bowl. Uh, but he also had problems at Michigan. I mean, they were about to fire him from Michigan last year. So I'm a little hesitant about him. Brian Dane's been talked about, but not necessarily seriously. And then uh, Dable also, the offensive coordinator for the Bills, who obviously helped out Josh Allen and made him the superstar that he is. And all three of those names have been floated heavily uh, more than others. But then again, we could see a new coach and a new candidate come up here in the next couple of weeks once the season ends and more guys get time to interview with other teams. And John, obviously, Ryan uh, Pace doesn't escape blame. He came in with Nagy when Nagy was uh, first hired. So I'm wondering the perception of uh, Ryan Pace there in Chicago as well. Well, uh, Ryan Pace has actually kind of gone through a resurrection himself. Uh, you know, he was wanted to be fired. A lot of people wanted him gone. And now all of a sudden, it's kind of turned into, well, maybe there's a case to keep him. Uh, so right now, it's kind of 50-50. I have a feeling he may stay at the end of the day. I mean, if these reports are coming out and people are talking about potentially keeping Ryan Pace, to me, chances are he's going to be retained in some capacity, whether it be a GM, whether he be promoted or moved in the front office. I could totally see something like that happening. I don't support it. I think Brian Pace should go too. Him and Matt Nagy are kind of responsible for where this team is today, especially with Pace hiring Nagy, uh, you know, making some bad traffic, making some tough calls at quarterback. Um, but, you know, we're going to have to see. I think though right now, you know, if I had to put my money on it, I really think Brian Pace is probably going to be retained, which uh, is an unpopular decision to say the least. I don't think it's correct, but, you know, it might end up happening here. That's what it looks like. Now, we all know that the Bears don't have a first-round draft pick until 2023. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, under that context, how attractive do you think this job is and what sort of resources do you think the new head coach has coming in, taking over? I think it's a very attractive job for both the GM and the head coach. Uh, the Bears are a founding franchise, great team, storied history, number one. Number two, you have a rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, and everybody knows he's talented. So you have a chance if you come in as a GM and a head coach to develop him properly. Uh, if, you're the, if you're the head coach, you should be licking your chops at this opportunity. You get to work with a really talented player who did great at Ohio State, um, you know, a chance to develop him, the things that Nagy didn't do. And then if you're the GM on that side, you could find ways to build around him. Uh, you know, maybe the Bears don't have a first-round pick, but they're going to have some cap room next year, about, I think, $48 million last time I checked. So they have some money to spend. Um, you know, it's it's not impossible. And with other contracts going to be coming off the books, you know, Keen Hicks might be gone, Robert Quinn might be gone. Um, you'll have money to play with uh, if you're a GM to try and build the correct team around Justin Fields. So this isn't an unattractive destination by any means. It's just a matter of making sure that you're going to conform and work with Justin Fields to, you know, find something that works. Because at this point, he's your new guy. You're going to have to tailor a team to him and buy into Justin Fields if you want things to change and want to be better. Uh, if you don't do that, it could be another Mitch Krabisky situation. And the Bears could be in another similar position in five years where they don't have a quarterback I might have to draft again. Nobody wants that. So I think it's very attractive. Justin Fields is a talented quarterback, and that's a good place to start if you're a GM or a head coach. You know, shifting over to the, uh, the defense, the Bears defense has actually uh, played uh, pretty well considering uh, the circumstances. But one person that hasn't been on the field is Khalil Mack, and obviously that was one of the biggest decisions that Ryan Pace and uh, Nagy made. Uh, during their tenure in Chicago. So I'm wondering 
Hey, your thoughts on whether you think the Bears have gotten a return on their investment when it comes to Khalil Mack, and how effective do you think the defense can be next season? Yeah, um, about Khalil Mack, you know, I've had my regrets personally. I don't think the Bears regret it because at the time it was a good trade. You know, I came here in 2018, great, excuse me, great season. Um, you know, the team was, I, I really think, a kick away from going to the Super Bowl. So at the time, the Bears went into win-now mode. They said, you know what, it doesn't matter. Let's mortgage the future. We want to be in the Super Bowl today. And I believe they were that close. But I think today, as you look at that contract, as you, as you look at how much the Bears gave up, as you look at what Khalil Mack's doing in the Bears uniform, um, obviously, it hasn't worked out the best. The first two years were great, and after that, it kind of tailed off a bit. So there could be some regret, but then again, I don't blame them. At the time, you're trying to go for it all. As for the defense next year, uh, it's aging. It's older. You might be losing a couple of guys, so I'm a little bit wary uh, to talk about the defense being good next year. I mean, we're talking about potentially losing Mac, uh, Quinn, Akeem Hicks, and the secondary already uh, is not good enough. So that is pretty scary. If you're the Bears, and I would hope that Ryan Pace or whomever the GM or president is going to be come this offseason, going to find ways to bolster up the defense and get things done. Uh, so it's it's pretty scary to think about what their defense would look like next year. But, you know, we're going to have to see how it plays out with contracts, with cap space, and whom the Bears decide to retain, which is obviously a big question moving forward. Absolutely. And when we look at the entire context of the division, you know, this could be Aaron Rodgers' last season. With the Packers, if he doesn't re-up with them, uh, the Vikings may be moving on to a, a new head coach, and, and the Lions are still in rebuilding mode. So with, under that backdrop, I'm wondering how far do you think the Bears are from competing uh, seriously in the NFC North and uh, uh, consistently as well? Yeah, very good question. Um, I don't think they're that far off based on what you said, which is correct. You're losing Aaron Rodgers if you're the Packers. The Vikings are about to fire their head coach and potentially essentially give up on Kirk Cousins. I just still rebuild. Uh, then you got the Bears, who have a rookie quarterback and really nothing else. Um, so if I were the Bears, I mean, you know, if you make a couple of good decisions here, a couple of smart decisions, calculated decisions when it comes to your head coach and GM, and you'd be smart with your money and your cap space coming up. I think there's a very good possibility that the Bears could be a decent team, if not next year, at least by the year after. I think next year they could be 500 at least if they do things right this offseason. And the year after that, I'm expecting good things. Uh, you know, potentially division win from the Bears because Jordan Love with the Packers is obviously not going to be good. Uh, you know, he's had a really rough stretch and he's barely played. The Vikings didn't even play Kellen Mond when they could have this past weekend. They opted for a practice squad quarterback. And, and, and their coach is going to be fired. And then, you know, the Lions are the Lions right now. Uh, you know, Jared Goff has done okay. They still need a quarterback long-term. They're still rebuilding. There's a long way to go. Um, so the Bears definitely have a chance to emerge. It's just a matter of getting this head coach, GM, and quarterback situation right where you build around Justin Fields. Uh, that could take a year. That could take three years. So it's just a matter of how calculated they are and their decisions come this offseason. That's going to determine everything, really. Yeah, and finally, John, tell me, uh, finish the sentence for me. How do you, how do you think the Bears can define a success this offseason? Great question. Um, they need to find a head coach that caters to Justin Fields. They need to find a GM who's also willing to cater to Justin Fields and build an offensive line and give him some weapons on offense. Uh, Justin Fields has to be developed properly. So, you know, if you bring in a head coach, I would hope that Justin Fields is going to be studying the new playbook this offseason. And the Bears have to do what they can with their salary cap, which is, you know, I mean, they have a decent amount of cap space to make a 
efficient signings, both offensively and uh, defensively too. Now they're going to need some help probably in the defensive line. They need help on the O-line. They're going to need help maybe one at wide receiver and in their secondary. So a lot of different needs, but the Bears can easily fill all those needs if they find a way to be efficient with their cap space too. So sounds like a lot, um, but it's all possible. It's all attainable. It's not necessarily too hard to do. It's just a matter of making the right decision at the beginning and finding that good head coach and that GM. That's going to really make the big difference. Absolutely. And John, finally, tell me if people want to listen to a sports talk Chicago or follow you personally, what's the best way they can do that? Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Um, you can find me sportstalkchicago.com, Sports Talk Chicago on YouTube. Uh, the show also airs on 59.3 VPOD TV here in Chicago and AM 1530 WCKG Radio. And you can follow me anywhere you'd like at John Z Sports, Twitter and Instagram, and then at John Zagluel on Facebook, Z-A-G-H-L-O-U-L. Well, fantastic. Well, John, I really want to thank you for engaging in conversation with me about Bears football and the future of the franchise. Your time, energy, and insights on my behalf are most appreciated. And I want to thank you for meeting you this afternoon, buddy. Yeah, thank you so much, Kevin. Really enjoyed uh, this conversation. Uh, it's a big conversation, one that's happening here in Chicago. So I really appreciate you having me on to dish this all up and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be no shortage of headlines for the Bears this offseason, right? That's right. I mean, it's going to be crazy. So, I mean, this we're, we're already getting ahead of the game here talking about all this stuff because it's only going to get more and more chaotic as we go through the offseason, no question.